Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. In for Bill Ryder, I am Bart Winkler. Bill's a great guy. He is humble. Not as humble as me. I'm the most humble person you'll ever meet. Still my favorite joke. 855-212-4227. I am very excited. The NFL is back tonight. I I mean, I just, I can't, I can't contain my excitement anymore. So let's share excitement with John Breach, NFL writer for CBS Sports. Let's talk a little football here. John, uh, it's Christmas morning, John. Oh, what a great day. How are you doing today? I'm fantastic. I started off my day with some Patrick Mahomes cereal. That's how I start every Thursday opener. And I'm ready to roll, Bart. Let's go. All right. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, they are Super Bowl favorites. He's an MP favorite. I've covered, uh, I'm in Milwaukee. I've covered the Packers for a long time. I feel like for years, I would ask people, such as yourself, NFL writers, I would say, yeah, what do you think of the Packers this year? What do you think of their chances? And they'd say, well, they lost this guy. This guy's hurt. I don't know about the coaching. But as long as you have Aaron Rodgers, you know, you're going to be fine. And I feel like the Chiefs are dangerously getting into that territory. Kelsey might not play tonight. Chris Jones is holding out. You know, their their skill position players are like, they're trying to test the limits of just who they can get the production out of. I, I know they've been to the AFC Championship and hosted it the last five years, but I think they're putting a little too much pressure on Patrick Mahomes this season. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you just said uh, you were covering the Packers, watching the Packers closely. That's kind of funny because who's going to be the Chiefs' number one receiver tonight? Marquez Valdez-Scantling? I mean, that's the kind of situation you're looking at if Travis Kelsey isn't playing. Obviously, we know he's a game-time decision right now. And the funny thing is, I feel like a lot of the conversations we had about the Chiefs maybe falling off happened last year when we saw the Broncos trade for Russell Wilson and the Chargers got so much better. And we were all saying, this is the year the Chiefs finally don't win the division. We need to rehash all that and have that conversation this year because it really does feel like this is when it all might happen. I mean, look, they rebounded fine with the loss of Tyreek Hill because Patrick Mahomes still at Travis Kelsey. That's his guy. That's his security blanket. They are mind melting. He always knows where Kelsey is on the field. 
And so the offense will work as long as Travis Kelsey is out there. But if you take him out of the equation just for tonight, and if he's hobbled for the next week or two, that's trouble for this offense. And as you said, Look, Chris Jones is what makes that defense go. And obviously he's not going to be out there tonight. We don't know when he's going to be out there at all. The Nick Bosa contract probably didn't help things a lot. But, you know, the two sides are obviously stuck in the ground at an impasse if they couldn't get a deal done before tonight's game. So uh, I do think this is the year where the Chiefs could be in trouble. But trouble for the Chiefs could be like 11-6. and six. This isn't like trouble for another yeah. team that's probably going to go 6-11. and 11. That just means – Maybe they end up as a wild card team. Uh, but I still think, like you said, Patrick Mahomes is their quarterback. They're still the favorite in the AFC, uh, you know, until someone says otherwise. And that's the thing. That was how it was with Rodgers. They may be a few guys short, but they can still, just on the quarterback alone, get you to a place where, you know, a lot of other franchises would be dreaming of. A franchise like, as we talked to John Breach, CBS Sports, NFL writer, uh, like the Lions. Who, again, if you went in a coma in the late 60s and you woke up today, you missed one playoff win from this team. And now there's some expectation. Uh, you know, the NFC North is available for them. And I think where this where this game first got announced, it was like, all right, I mean, that's, that's nice. You know, we kind of like the Lions, but you're going in the Arrowhead opening night. If the Lions, as that spread shrinks and the questions about Kelsey and obviously Chris Jones will be out, um, if the Lions can go in tonight and get a win, I think in a wide-open NFC where it's all like Eagles and then who else, I think the Lions can really make a statement tonight and shift the narrative. If the Lions win tonight, I, I think you might have to really look out for their chances this year. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, the Lions have been a media darling, a fan darling. Everyone has been talking about the Lions this offseason season. But, you know, if they go out and fall flat on their face and lose 40 to 10 to a Chiefs team that doesn't have Travis Kelsey, then we're back at square one with the Lions being the worst team of all time and can't live up to hype and they just collapse. But like you just said, if they go out there and win after this offseason of all this hype and they beat the defending Super Bowl champs on the road, then that really feels like it legitimizes them. And then you look at their schedule, then they get two home games, and there's no reason they can't end the month at 3-0 and or 4-0. and And then once you get there, anything's possible. So it does feel like – I know Detroit Lions fans have been waiting a long time, 1991 since their last playoff win. But if they win tonight, man, you start feeling a lot better about your chances of that drought ending this year. All right, I have a problem uh, that I don't understand why or what the solution is for it. I don't, I don't, we've made this very clear yesterday. I'm not a, I am not a Dallas Cowboys fan. I am not, but I always root for them to win and I like watching them play. And when you guys did all your predictions for CBS Sports, you've gotten the Super Bowl, the Bengals against the Cowboys. The Cowboys haven't gotten to that NFC Championship game in 30 years but I always believe, and I do feel, and you might be with me, that this year might be a little different for them. Hey, and you know what? We're almost telling the company line. CBS Sports Radio, I work for CBS Sports, and the Super Bowl's on CBS. Man, 500 million people will watch if the Dallas Cowboys are in the game. But it's, look, this is a team, I don't know how a team that's won 12 wins in each of the past two seasons can be slept on. But it feels like everyone thinks Mike McCarthy's overrated. Dak Prescott led the league in interceptions last year. So they're just kind of shooing him to the side. He's, you know, the new Derek Carr, the new Kirk Cousins. He can play well in the regular season, can't win the big game in the postseason. But, man, what I see with this team is that, 
you now have a legitimate number two receiver. That was a big issue. You have Brandon Cooks. So, look, Dak Prescott, Brandon Cooks, C.D. Lamb. That's a pretty strong one-two punch. And the defense, the defense was already stacked. And you throw in Stephon Gilmore on top of that? I mean, look, this Cowboys team feels really good, and I will be the last person. I did not think when I sat down to make my picks that it was going to end with the Dallas Cowboys in the Super Bowl, and I almost switched it because I hated myself so much for it. I knew that I would get flack on Twitter and emails and everyone, uh, but I couldn't do it. I just like the Cowboys so much this year, and I think they have a legit shot at getting to the Super Bowl. You also wrote a piece where you're, I mean, you went through every game, you got the records for every team, every division, the AFC East, you've got everybody over 500, including the Jets at 11 and six, man, I just like it could, there's no middle ground here. It's either going to end horribly early where Rogers can't get in sync with guys, the offensive line, whatever. I think what's going to happen is if anybody watched his preseason game against the Giants, and he wasn't in there that much. But what happened was a lot of classic things you've seen from Rodgers the last couple of years. Drives that stalled, missed passes from him, incompletions, not on the same page, sack. And then how's it end? Uh, There was just the one touchdown drive. There was a long pass interference he got, and then a pass to uh, Garrett Wilson, I think it was, that only he can throw. So... I think you're going to see a lot of that. It's just going to be a matter of do they win those games, do they lose those games, but you seem to be confident in what the Jets can do. Yeah, you know, with Aaron Rodgers, the one thing is, look, we've seen it year after year when he struggles or when he's not happy as he starts to mope on the sideline. And once the moping starts, you just know the game's over. His team's not coming back to win. Uh, and so will there be that moping this year? And if he gets sacked seven times, because that is definitely the biggest question mark is the Jets' offensive line. Here's the thing with New York, though, is that I just look at this team last year. They had Zach Wilson, Joe Flacco, Mike White. Those guys, all three of those guys started games at quarterback, and they still went 7-10, and 10, and they still could have been even better. I mean, this is a team that lost a game on a punt return touchdown against the Patriots. You can give them that. They're 8-9. and nine. They had a couple other one-score games that easily could have gone the other way. I just think their defense is so stacked that if the offense does struggle or takes a week or two uh, to kind of get their chemistry going, that they're going to be okay. So I think even if they start 0-2, because they play the Bills and Cowboys to start the season, there's no reason they can't finish uh, 10-7 and or 11-6. and So I, I do think that beating the Bills, it's kind of like the Lions-Chiefs that we talked about, that if the Jets win, that's just going to give them a shot of momentum that almost guarantees a playoff berth. But I don't think they're out of it if they start 0-2. All right, one more for you. John Breach here, CBS Sports, NFL writer. We like to talk about the teams that we think will be good and surprise, but I'm a sicko, and I also like to to look at the teams that suck. I can't see how anybody's going to be worse than Arizona. You've already got Caleb Williams' dad, like, signaling that he doesn't want his kid to go there. That is a disaster of a situation. I think they got back, like, cornered into having to pay Kyler. They never wanted to give him that money, but you look around the league, it's like, well, it's either this guy or we're screwed. I, I just don't see how the Cardinals win more than four games this year. No, it really feels like – I mean, we look. there's been winless teams in NFL history, obviously the 2008 Lions, 2017 Browns, and the Cardinals feel like they are on that level. I mean, they had a fire sale. They have a first-year coach who I don't think has any idea what he's doing. He's playing like Division II level mind games by not announcing his starting quarterback – 
Uh, and so it just feels like they're taking this circus approach. And I don't know. I can't see them winning more than two or three games. And like you said, with Caleb Williams, when you have the top quarterback prospect, his own dad essentially coming out and saying, yeah, if the Cardinals get the number one pick, I don't think we're going to be getting going in the draft because we don't want to play for the Arizona Cardinals. And that's not a horrible stance to take. I mean, if they were to take Caleb Williams or take a quarterback with a top pick in 2024, that's the third time you've used a top 10 pick on a quarterback in six years. That, that signals that you're a horribly run franchise. You shouldn't be using six top 10 or three top 10 picks on a quarterback in a six-year period with Josh Rosen and then Kyler Murray and then now whoever they take in 2024. Uh, so, yeah, they've created quite the disaster. And, you know, I'm, I, I'm, they're obviously aiming to fix things with this being a throwaway season and fix things in 2024. But it's such a disaster. I don't even know if they're going to be able to fix things then. No, we'll see. Hey, it all starts tonight. Lions and the Chiefs. We'll look forward to your coverage throughout the year. John, thank you so much for your time. Enjoy and have a great one. Yep. Thanks for having me, Bart. Have a great one means a great day, a great night, a great week one, a great season. We're in it now, guys. We're in it now through February. NFL all the time, all over the place. And then when there's like no NFL, there's college. Oh, this is the greatest time of the year. CBS Sports Radio, I'm Bart Winkler in for Bill Ryder. Again, tonight, it is here. The NFL opening night. Football is back. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is hooking up new customers with a can't-miss offer to celebrate. Place your first $5 NFL bet and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check the app to see what you get. Don't wait until kickoff to get in on the hype. You can do it now. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use code WRITER. New customers get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5. That's code WRITER. R-E-I-T-E-R only on DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Again, must be in person and present in the state where lawful to wager. If you do have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See dkng.co slash football for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources as well. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. CBS Sports Radio, Writer Than You. I am Bart Winkler in for Bill today. This portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck in a timeshare and want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now. Get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. You're All listening right, Bart, to the Writer Than You podcast. Let's kick things off today in the podcast. NFL. You see what I did there? A little joke I had. All right, hey, Bart. Kick off. <laughs> Despite wow. not having a new contract yet, Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow, who has been dealing with a calf injury for the better part of six weeks, says he's ready to go and he will play Sunday in Cleveland against the Browns. Bart, buy or sell Burrow's contract will get done before Sunday's game. I don't know. I mean, sometimes these things go, do go to the wire and you don't expect it to get done. They're, they're, it's not like they've not talked about it and then they're just going to talk about it Saturday and, and sign them. There's been discussions. There's been whatever. I, I'm i going to sell that it gets done. Sell. Before Sunday. I think it, I mean, they will extend him. At some point, they have to. With all apologies, I talked to somebody about this this summer. That's as vague as I can give you because that's as vague as I remember. But there was one thing about how when these teams give these big extensions and they need to come up with the money for the signing bonuses and, and all this, the Bengals have, like, less money available than other teams. And so it's harder for them to throw a bunch of money at a guy right away that that's pretty much in line with what I was told that the Bengals are like poor almost, but I don't know. They have to get it done. They will get it done at some point. They could get it done in the next hour. I don't know. It just, it doesn't feel like they're going to, uh, I don't think the injuries are going to scare them off or anything. They, they know Joe Burrow's their guy. This is the Cincinnati Bengals. They've been bad for a long time. They've had a lot of guys come through that door to try to be the quarterback since they had Boomer, right? They've had the Achilles Smiths and David Klingler. You know, they've got their guy finally, and look what it's done. It gets them in Super Bowls. We think of the Bengals as a good football team. There were there was decades when we never would even, like, be able to think that that would ever be a thought. So they'll get it done. I just I don't know that they get it done by, by the weekend. Bart, you just ran through the laundry list of names that they've had come and go in that franchise. 
We've already seen Joe Burrow in his rookie season get his knee torn up because they can't protect him. And then this summer, we saw him have a non-contact injury. Granted, it was only a calf. But when that injury happened, everyone's heart dropped. It sank. Like, what is the problem? And also, twofold, if I'm Joe Burrow, I'm not going out on that field without a new deal. Yeah, no, that's 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 probably a leverage he could play. And maybe it does happen. I also, I also like... Didn't mention the decent ones they had. Carson Palmer and Andy Dalton played for a while. I went straight to I went straight to 1999. You remember Jeff Blake? People forget that Neil O'Donnell was their starting quarterback for a season. How about that? John Kitna, Fitzpatrick had a year there. But yeah, yeah. If I'm if I'm uh, Carson Palmer, what? If I'm Joe Burrow, but he doesn't seem like that kind of guy, right? No, I don't know. I, it's like his pseudo hometown team. He's from Ohio. I don't know. I feel like I feel like I feel like I'm in the twilight zone, honestly, with this contract. But I can't figure out if it's Burroughs' fault or if it's the Bengals' fault. But I lean towards it's got to be the Bengals' fault. Well, I, I still think a deal gets done. I I don't know that it happens by the weekend. All right, Bart. Let's continue with this quarterback talk here now. Yes, uh, but this is this is this is the least like. If it had like this is the least don't I don't want to put my reputation on this answer. Okay. <laughs> got it, got it. And just... I don't want to be like, oh Burrow side, Winkler's an idiot. I don't know. But don't you think as soon as he was eligible for a new deal, like didn't you think in your in your head like this thing will get done ASAP? Like as fast as they can, you know, get him to sign on the dotted line, it will get done. And here we are, opening day, and there's no deal, like this is bizarre. Maybe they are poor. Maybe the Bengals are poor. Maybe they maybe they need to do what the Packers did, have a stock sale. And instead of building new bleachers, pay for Joe Burrow. Honestly, at this point, I hope that's the reason why. I know that's that's horrible to say because then they're in really bad shape as a franchise, but at least it would it would point to a concrete reason. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right, Bart, let's continue with the quarterback talk here. Yesterday, we discussed Sean Payton's harsh advice for Russell Wilson soon after he took the Broncos job when he said, quote, will you bleeping stop kissing all these babies? You're not running for public office, end quote. Well, yesterday, Russ told the media he knows what he needs to do this season. I'm used to uh, some, of the, some of those who believe and some of those who doubt. I think that when you're, um, you know, you're playing high, high stakes and playing um, and you, you – you know, dream to be the, the best that you can possibly be every day. Um, there's always going to be people that question whether you can do it or not. And I think I've proven that, you know, throughout my career, what I can do. And uh, I got to do it again. And that's just, that's just the name of the game. Every time I step into the white lines, there's always something to, to show, something to prove. But more importantly, um, you know, you know, God gave me a gift. and I just want to prove him right. All right, Bart, by yourself this season being another disaster for Russell Wilson and the Broncos. Can I be honest about something? Please do. If you would if you would say, Bart, I'll give you a thousand dollars to say back to me what Russell Wilson just said, I would I would not <laughs> I zoned out. I I wasn't listening. I mean I, we, his, we've heard it before. We've heard him say this again and again and all last his, season. Uh, Every time he came to the podium post game last year, 
His voice is so like you just know he's gonna say nothing. That, that you know, like you know what he's gonna say. He he probably said something about my hater, my doubters, believing. I'm sure he mentioned God once or twice. And it's exactly what Sean Payton said to stop doing. It's exactly the advice that Sean Payton gave him, which he doesn't seem to be following. So I'm going to buy that it's a disaster. Buy. This this Russell Wilson, Sean Payton thing, I can't wait to watch them interact on the sidelines because it does seem like we've already got a him versus me situation. Also, I would like to send a disclaimer to anybody betting or doing predictions. Comeback player of the year has already been won by DeMar Hamlin. Don't don't pick Russell Wilson. I I see people picking Russell Wilson. DeMar Hamlin almost died, and he came back and he's playing football. He won the award. Again, there should be separate instances because sometimes it's like, Hey, this guy used to suck. Like, Geno Smith won it last year. Geno Smith didn't come back from anything, though. He had a great season last year. He's never had that good of a season. But you gave him an award because he used to suck, and he was good. The same award, that same award sometimes goes to guys who almost had to be amputated and then played again. It's a very weird award that is very encompassing. And if Russell Wilson wins it, if Russell Wilson wins the award... What you are saying is his season was so bad last year that it was worse than almost dying on a field. So DeMar Hamlin has already won the award. Don't pick Russell Wilson, even if he throws for 40 touchdowns. But then he could win it. And then what what you're saying is his his comeback is worse than death. The year last year was worse than almost dying. So just uh, just a word to the wise, just a betting tip from me. All right, Bart, the documentary series quarterback, which chronicled the lives of three NFL starting quarterbacks last season, Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and Marcus Mariota, was a hit on Netflix to a degree. But Peyton Manning, one of the show's executive producers, says it's been a struggle to get quarterbacks to agree to sign on for season two. Now, Manning told The Hollywood Reporter, quote, I'd love for someone to call us back and say, I want to do it. I had three quarterbacks tell me no yesterday, so I'm swallowing my pride, end quote. Bart Byersell, that quarterback, is a more interesting series than Hard Knocks. Uh, As of this current minute in time, I will buy that. Buy. I think if you look like Kirk Cousins allowed a lot of access into his life, and because of that, we like Kirk Cousins more. But it was unfiltered. It was just like he didn't try to massage a message or whatever. The, the, the hard knocks that we got from the Jets was a PR campaign. The Jets said, yeah, we'll let you have cameras here, but not on any of the bad stuff. Just how much we love Aaron Rodgers. Oh, fine. We'll give you one little meeting of – we'll give you one little meeting of Salah – Tearing down our offensive line, which everybody knows sucks, so it's not a big deal. Plus, we think that'll motivate him, whatever. Quarterback, as it's constructed right now, is more interesting than Hard Knocks. Because Hard Knocks this year was it was it was just a PR campaign. That's it was really paid advertising, is what is what it was. It was so uninteresting they had to get the voiceover guy to fly in on a helicopter 
to add 10 minutes of content in the first episode. So, yes, I will buy right now. And, you know, some quarterbacks might benefit from it, but that is that is asking a lot to have cameras with you all the time. You're already on TV all the time. You've got media responsibilities. You've got whatever. And then to just have the camera follow you a lot, that that is that is a tough ass. But for Peyton's sake, I hope someone does it. I hope someone answers the phone. But, yeah, I, I think that's more interesting right now. All right, Bart, the Atlanta Falcons released their first depth chart of the regular season this week, and it included something that no other depth chart across the league had, and that's the J position. Now, I know what you're asking yourself. What the heck could J stand for? It stands for Joker, Bart, and listed at the J position was Cordero Patterson, who, as you know, is a running back, a wide receiver, and a kick returner. Now, Patterson had nearly 700 yards rushing last season to go along with eight touchdowns, over 100 yards receiving, and also had a touchdown on a kick return. Bart, buy or sell more teams will use the joker position in the future. Uh, Maybe as a joke. I I think I will sell this. Sell. So do they think they just invented a new position, like the first team to ever use a fullback? Or or what do they think they did here? Because when I first saw Jay, I thought, okay, obviously they think it's like some, like he can do a little bit of everything. It's maybe a, I don't know, a jack of all trades kind of position. And then I saw people say, oh, it stands for Joker. And I actually thought that was a joke. I thought that was, I thought, I thought that was a joke. Uh, I get like, it, it does, it does sort of properly tell you what he is, but they are not going to make fetch happen here. You will never see Joker on a depth chart ever again. That one, I will put more of my reputation on. That one, I'm more, I'm more willing to, to say, uh, to say something about. So yeah, I will, I will sell teams using that. All right, then let me follow up with this: buy or sell more teams will have hybrid players who play multiple positions in the future. Uh, I, th- I think they kind of. Already do. I mean, that's that's one of the reasons why running backs aren't going to get paid is because wide receivers can do a lot of the work that they do. You know, not like the big bruisers, I guess. I don't know. Um, yes. So, Bye. Yes. So then I guess there would need to be a name for that, right? I guess at some point or at some point, are we just going to stop calling players running backs? Uh, and just call them like... I mean, maybe like flex backs. I, I don't know. That sounds dumb too. Hey, yeah, did you just with one question convince me that Joker might stick? <laughs> I think I so. Know. And it, and it started off you having no belief in it, and now now we're trying to figure out different names for it. Well, you got to call it something, and they were the first to call it something. And it's a lot harder to it's a lot harder to rebrand something when it's, it's already happened. I don't. I mean, unless unless you guys are out there saying. Oh yeah, I logged on to X today. I I Xed about this. Nah, we're still saying Twitter. Still call it Twitter. I can't call it X. I can't do it. Well, so Elon's mistake is Elon Elon's got like a Elon's got like a weird fetish with a letter, which is really it's disgusting. But he calls everything SpaceX, Tesla X. He should have just called it Twitter X. That would have been less dumb. But he just called it X. I go to I go to X.com. What a what a dork. Stupid guy. All right, Bart, let's get to some college football here. Now, former Iowa State starting quarterback Hunter Deckers and four other athletes 
from Iowa State and Iowa have pleaded guilty to a reduced charge of underage gambling yesterday. The group initially faced an aggravated misdemeanor charge of tampering with records that carried a maximum penalty of two years in prison. Now, Bart, by pleading guilty to underage gambling, Deckers and four others will reportedly face a $645 fine with no further criminal penalties. However, they do still have to deal with the NCAA, and each of those athletes face losing their collegiate eligibility permanently. Bart, buy or sell these players should lose their collegiate eligibility. I I am going to sell that. Sell. Do we not believe in second chances anymore? But with the NCAA, like, they just should not be allowed to make rules. Uh, Every rule that they, every decision they make is usually a dumb one. Also, look, the NCAA, yeah, they did something they shouldn't have. Okay, penalize them, move on. You're saying they can never play again? They can never get a fresh start or a second chance or a fresh start somewhere else? That's that's too much. Especially when how much of how much of what we talk about with the NCAA and college football is about gambling. How much we talk so much about Colorado. We talked so much about Colorado this week, and you know what we said over and over and over and over again? 20 and a half point spread, 20 and a half point underdog. Gamble, 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 gamble. Same thing in the NFL. It's like, how how am I not supposed to? You're telling me about this great product. You're giving great bonuses. The sign's all over my face. I can't I can't bet on baseball from the team hotel or I get suspended for six games. Stupid. So they're it's like, hey, here's this, here's this really, you know what it is? It's the it's the Garden of Eden. That's what it is. They're they're showing you the apple and they won't let you eat it. That's and then they make the rules. That's I sell. Sell sell. Sell. Clemson head coach Dabo Sweeney has been very publicly outspoken about his stance on the transfer portal. To be very black and white, Bart, he hates it. He's been heavily criticized because of it, and perhaps it's the main issue as to why his program has struggled in recent years, relatively speaking. Now, someone who transferred out of Clemson was DJU. He's now the starting quarterback for Oregon State. And DJ's dad took to social media to let Dabo have it, saying, quote, I get it. You're against the portal, and you dislike NIL, but that's you and how you feel. Your obligation is to the athletes and what's best for the success of the program. End quote. Buy or sell Dabo Sweeney will ever be able to adapt to how college football works now. Uh, I would buy that he will be able to. Buy. Comma. But I will sell that he ever does adapt. Sell. Dabo wants to go down with the ship. And sometimes you are so steadfast in your beliefs that even when the ship has already sunk, they just lost 28-7 to to Duke, with all due respect, to the Blue Devils. And I don't think, I think, like, Dabo's not going to take that as a wake-up call. He's going to say, well, we just have to try harder. Nah, he's the game's changed. He won't change with it. Clemson's done. They are done. Speaking of being done, Bart, let's squeeze in one last baseball question here. Yesterday, Rangers pitcher Max Scherzer fell apart in his start against the Astros. He lasted three innings, gave up seven earned runs, and allowed three home runs as Texas lost to Houston 12-3. to 
Scherzer's former teammate with the Mets picked up the win. That would be Justin Verlander. Bart Byersell, Max Scherzer is no longer an elite pitcher. Well, those in my area know that the most elite he's ever been was in the Northwoods League with the lacrosse loggers of lacrosse, Wisconsin. I will sell that he is an elite pitcher. Sell. Elite being uh, reserved for very few. Max Scherzer, yes, got touched up yesterday. You know, still has an ERA under four. Had a really good month of August. I still think if it's a playoff game and I need seven strong innings, I'm comfortable putting Max Scherzer on the mound. So wherever you want to decide what's elite or not, but in terms of like stats and every game in the regular season, uh, no, I guess he's not elite, but I would still be very comfortable with him in a playoff game. A great set of questions as always. Here's all the answers for what's going on in sports today with Andrew Bogish. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. CBS Sports Radio. Writer Than You. Bill Ryder out today. Bart Winkler in. You can stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or just check it out on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone restrictions apply. A lot being made about some comments that Matt Stafford's wife, Kelly, made. Very interesting with these quarterbacks. Some of them, we know their wife. And some, we have no idea. 
like who they're dating or we don't some we don't care some we really care and some we like know their wife from other things or we know their wife for being the wife of a quarterback and you know that's what kelly stafford she's got a podcast the morning after podcast and she was talking about it recently about how you know at stafford he's 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 uh, he's older than these guys and there's a there's an issue with relating to some of the young guys. So Matthew's been in the league a long time, right? We've been talking about this. He's like, the difference in the locker room has changed so significantly. And they have a lot of rookies on their team this year. They're very young. So this will be a very interesting season. You know, they're young. They're learning. But he's like, I feel like I can't connect. Because in the old days, you would come out of, come out of practice. You'd shower. This is during training camp. Shower. People would be playing cards. People would be interacting. Who knows what they're doing, you know, but they're they're doing something together. They're playing ping pong. They have a, a tournament going on doing something, you know, like they're at least talking. He said now they get done with practice or get done with meetings during training camp and they go straight to their phones. Like no one looks up from their phone. So Matthew was like, I don't even know how to, like, do I, am I the dad? Do I take the phones? Like, what do I do here? I mean, there, and he's like, I want them to see me as like, not as like a, I don't know, he's like as the a coach, you know, he feels like they say like, sir to him. And he's like, no, 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 we're on the same level here. We're both playing in this league. Like, let me get to know you. All right. So I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't think we need to go to the days of like, man, go to work, man, come home, dinner ready. But I, I would hope that if, if, if Kelly Stafford on her podcast is going to, Say this kind of thing, which could cause a stir. I don't know if she at least told Matt, like, "Hey, here's what I say." Uh, you all right with that? If that if that gets out there, because someone will hear it and someone will make it a big deal. Now, Matt Stafford said it was not a big deal. Wanted to have a little fun with it. Was going to show up to the podium with old man glasses and a newspaper. Said he couldn't find a newspaper. Uh, Matt Stafford's thirty five. There, you're talking. He's not fifty five here. He's 35. He's a lot closer to the generation of these new guys than he is to whatever generation he thinks he's in. Okay? Like, I I have a thing I do. It's like a... I don't want to get into it. But I'm around kids. Like, 20-year-olds. 22-year-olds. And I don't have an issue relating to them. What, do they know TikTok better than I do? Okay. I don't know how to do that. Do they know? Do they say some things that I think sound like? Would it be weird if I said it? Some verbiage, yeah. But also, I'm on my phone all the time too. Who's who's man? Who's who's King Stafford here? Never sitting on his phone. Every every athlete goes immediately checks their phone after the game. Matt Stafford after a game wants to sit down and play ping pong. Oh, tough practice, guys. Let's play some sheep's head. No. I don't know. Weird comments. Uh, I think you're th- are, are, Tom. Aren't you 35? I will be 35 in a few weeks. Yes. Can you relate to 22 year olds? I don't know, man. Like, I don't like, do I have to I'm start telling a, you, you can, do I have to start a conversation? Like what setting am I in? Do we have some common ground in terms of like, I, I mean, if I just was walking past a 22 or 23 year old on the street, like I, I, what topic am I bringing up? Like, I have no idea. Okay, yeah, so I think if you airdropped me into, like, a concert and I was around people 20 years younger than me, I might feel like dad. 
but these guys are all playing. They're playing football. They're all on the same team. Like, just talk about the football. Like, hey, do you like that pass I threw, young man? Oh, don't say young man. Oh, he's going to say sir. Yeah, these kids, like, yes, they get into the league. They are in a league where they've watched you. For You saw it with Hard Knocks, with Rodgers, with who came up to him? Uh, Michael Carter or Nicole Hardman, one of those guys. They came up to him and said, hey, I, I watched you for a long time. Yeah, just get past that moment, and then you'll be you'll be fine. So, I don't know. I think, like, Matt Stafford, if he feels like he's 45, but he is still relatively young. 35 is not, not super old. The Rams need to be worried about uh, other problems, like, they might be bad. I, You know, the Rams, they go all in that one year with Stafford. They go all in. They win the Super Bowl. And then they're going to have ramifications for that because they put a lot of money in. They put a lot of draft picks in to try to win a Super Bowl. And they won a Super Bowl. And that was a success. So I just want people to remember whenever you're ripping on the Rams, whenever you're saying, oh, the Rams are screwed, or the Rams, they, they probably wish they weren't in this situation – this is exactly the situation they were ready to be in. That this is what they expected, and they got the thing for it. Matt Stafford is at the podium talking about I'm an old man. I don't relate with a Super Bowl championship. Okay, these guys are hurt. They have Super Bowl championships. Ah, uh, Cooper Cup is he going to play? Well, you know what? Cooper Cup has a Super Bowl championship. So it's not all, you know, terrible for these guys. Cup is out this week. Fell. We did a fantasy draft last night. I know people don't care, but Jonathan Taylor fell. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup actually didn't fall that much, even though he could go on the IR. Uh, you know who fell? You know who really fell, Tom? And because we're super like Cowboys fans, uh, I got Dak Prescott as a backup quarterback after Anthony Richardson, after Kirk Cousins, after Daniel Jones. Like people aren't believing in my cowboy, our cowboys. That's a pro- Bart. That's too low. Those those dudes drafted ahead of him. No way. No chance. Who's Dak Prescott here? Dak Prescott's a thirty-five touchdown machine. Yeah, he led the league in interceptions, I think, last year. But those don't count that much. And and this is a league where you get six points for touchdowns, passing, and he runs. Oh God, don't be doubting. That's the. These are my final NFL parting shots. I wanna I wanna uh, say, don't be doubting. Mine and Tom's Cowboys, all right? Uh, do doubt the Niners. They are not as good as you think they are for some reason, the 49ers. Uh, Jordan Love will be good. The Packers have done it again. Um, the Jets, that will not work. Now, that one is biased. I don't, don't, I, I don't know for sure about that one. Uh, Russell Wilson is way more likely to get benched than he is to make the playoffs. Hmm, there's a hot take. Uh, the Saints will win the NFC South. I like that one. Trevor Lawrence is my pick for MVP. I like that one. And Jonathan Taylor will play in week five. I think I like that one too. Also, Seattle will be very good. And I think they'll win that division. And I am going to regrettably bet against Patrick Mahomes at home. And take Lions uh, plus the four and a half. Tom, good to catch up. You enjoy the season, buddy. Bart, I know this is Christmas morning for you. Enjoy it. Oh, but the best part is it's Christmas morning for the next five months every day. I'm Bart Winkler and for Bill Ryder, Jim Rome next, CBS Sports Radio.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 